This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Go Steelers! Go Steelers! Say go Steelers! Go Steelers! Podcast, a proud member of Sports Drink Network. It's March 12th, 2022. This is Tom coming to you from the Sawdust Studios in the Washington, D.C. Outpost. Nick joins me from the Houston Outpost on approximately three hours of sleep, which had right. to switch to daylight savings. Does that, do you subtract an hour from the number of hours of sleep you have, or are you just yeah. in a deficit situation? I'm subtra- yeah, I'm, I'm subtracting two. Just on just on principle, there's an there's an extra hour added for emotional uh, distress right. that way. So Nick is going on no hours of sleep. Right. So we'll see how that how that sounds during the podcast. But the seeming chaos of the off season with its potential trades and free agent signings is beginning to become settled business. We'll talk about two of the biggest trade stories. Uh, in addition, there was some major unsettled issues for one player that was just resolved this week, and we'll talk about what, if anything, it bodes for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Deshaun. Deshaun Watson, he's all settled up, sort of. But it's important for you as a human being to settle up with your body and nutrients. And you can do that with Athletic Greens. Tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is a top-quality product. Guess what? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This helps with your gut health, your nervous system, immune system. If you're like me and you get sick every six weeks on the dot, no matter what you do, Athletic Greens is for you. If you're a big traveler, Athletic Greens, I'm not saying it'll make you invincible, but it might. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop, like I said, and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-building vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. ColorCast. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and easy to use. You can talk to fans. You can talk to athletes, coaches, insiders, and fellow psychopaths in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your experiences on the app. Find a new little community outside of the Twitter or Instagram communities that you might already be participating in. If you don't have a community like that, this is the perfect way to get it going. You'd be surprised at uh, the sort of relationships you can form over the internet that way. Just... You know, don't get catfished. But I guess you're not really at the risk for that when you're talking sports. If you download this ColorCast app for free on the iOS app store, you know, 
you'll get to have more in-depth conversations. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join the group. With all the ink that was spilled over Aaron Rodgers, the decision seemed to come pretty fast, didn't it? Yeah, it's funny. I was talking about this with Cousin P. Butch today. The veteran star quarterback switching teams at the end of his career has worked extremely well, and it seems like it's going to be a move going forward for NFL eternity, right? Peyton Manning, weird situation, getting neck surgery, gets pushed out of Indianapolis, goes to a pretty loaded Denver team, gets to the Super Bowl, loses it, and then gets to another one, wins the Super Bowl. Tom Brady pushes his way out of New England as they were kind of rebuilding and they didn't want to add offensive firepower. He adds, he goes to a star-studded Tampa Bay team, then brings a couple stars with him, immediately wins the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford goes from football hell in Detroit, goes to a star-studded Los Angeles team who also added some free agents along with him along the way. Boom, wins the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers, okay, well... Green Bay, you know, look, here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers. I've said it before. People just hate him because he's kind of a douche. And I'm not denying that. He's one of my favorite players ever, but he's kind of a douche. He's he's arrogant. He thinks he's a little smarter than he is. But overall, he does seem like a good guy with genuine relationships. And there's a ton of players who vouch for him and former players who vouch for him. So I, I think I, I wish that people would just put that in perspective. Like, he's an elite athlete. Pretty much all of them, except for Troy Polamalu have a high level of arrogance. Ben is, is pretty arrogant if you look into some of the things he does. You have to be that way to be strong-willed enough to succeed as a quarterback, right? But either way, Aaron, the, the Green Bay Packers don't put a ton of talent around him. They don't sign free agents. When they finally do, it's a couple of people like, oh, okay, cool, you got Zadarius Smith, you know, what, the 22nd best edge rusher in the league, whoop de doo whereas the Rams are signing Vaughn Miller and Jalen Ramsey and OBJ. And, and Green Bay's just not overly talented. So the reason why they win so many games is because of this guy. You say, oh, well, they have Marquez Valdez-Scanling and Alan Lazard. The only, just because you can say the receiver's name does not mean he's a good receiver. The only reason you know the receiver's name is because of Aaron Rodgers. And there's a reason why the Green Bay Packers have won a cumulative two Super Bowls in four 40 years of having Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre as their quarterback. And you go, oh, it must have been the quarterback's fault. No, it's because they refuse to sign free agents and they're extremely conservative and they prefer, this is all a preface this, to, to basically tell you what's up, but they, they're extremely conservative and they would just rather be constantly winning 10 games a year so that the stands stay full instead of really going all in and gambling for a Super Bowl and maybe having to go through some down years. So... To me, because of all that, it makes a lot of sense for Aaron Rodgers to go try his luck somewhere else after two consecutive MVP seasons, and he should go somewhere else and try and win a Super Bowl. Here's the only problem. There are no other good teams available for him to jump to. There is no Buccaneers. There's no Rams. There's no loaded Broncos team. Obviously, Aaron was looking at the Steelmen. He's looking at the Titans. These are all good, not great teams. They're not nearly as good as what the other quarterbacks were able to jump ship to. And... That's why I always thought it was the best decision for him to remain in Green Bay. Obviously, I'd prefer for him to come to Pittsburgh. I would like to have an MVP quarterback in Pittsburgh, yeah. But him going back to Green Bay didn't really surprise me. And then overall, I don't know what you think, Dad. I do kind of love when uh, the star player for a team stays on that team for his entire career, even though the bummer about this is he's going to beat Ben's record for most, uh, like, 
most not most years with one team, but for players who spent their entire career with one team, who spent the most years there? So, like, what, Ben played 16 years in Pittsburgh? 17? 18? I'll look it up. I thought it was 17, but Yeah, ahead. I think it was 17. Brady played more years in Tampa Bay, but then he played for another team. So the record's sort of specific, so who cares? But either way. 17. I, yeah, 17. I do like to see that Aaron Rodgers, he's a freaking Packer. you got to see him stay with the Packers, especially with a small market team. What do you, so what do you think? Did it surprise you? Do you think it was the right decision? What do you think? Are you disappointed that he didn't come to Pittsburgh or that was such a pipe dream anyways? You don't care. I thought it, <laughs> I thought it was a pipe dream. It was just fun to think about. I appreciate he went, he stayed with the Packers. It does surprise me. There seems to be a lot of animus created during this whole process. And how, how do you go back, or is it bygone, let bygones be bygones and I guess just settle back into his routine? I think they're good in, in Green Bay. I think they've been good for a while. It's just the media decides which players they're going to like and which players they're not going to like. And, you know, the thing about lying about the vaccine, oh, immunize. Like, yeah, can't we just have the opinion that that was douchey, that was annoying, but he's done a lot of other great things that are, like, whatever. Like, I guess now if somebody does one or a couple things wrong, you don't like them, you have to hate them. And I get it. That's how sports inspire people, and that's why we have a podcast, and that's why we spend so much time watching these things. But to me, I don't completely write someone off. Like, Rob Gronkowski, I don't think he's an evil player for that, for spearing uh, Tredavious White in that Bills game four years ago. I was like, oh, well, that was douchey, and I haven't seen him do something like that, and I condemn that. But I'll just take the rest of the resume into account. But I think he'll be just fine in Green Bay. The only problem is that they have tons of salary cap issues. Uh, the only solution being their division is dog crap, and the NFC in general is, um, I wouldn't say it's much weaker than the AFC. Me and P. Bush were going through the division, uh, the, through the conferences today. But it, it's an easier path to the Super Bowl. So even if Green Bay, you know, has some salary cap issues, he still has a great chance of going to the Super Bowl from there. And Aaron Rodgers went back because he got his $50 million a year, which is five more than Patrick Mahomes. Does that make him the highest paid on, on in terms of average salary? Yes, and he didn't go back. Wait, he didn't get the, – the contract's not out yet, right? I'm looking at is the it, sport track right now. Is it, I could be wrong. Four-year, $200 million contract. That was a rumor. One, I don't think that that was ever confirmed. It's being reported on Sport Track, and I don't know whether that means it's. it's I, usually, when they're not signed, I think these, this thing isn't updated. But this, I don't think that's the number. Because I'm talking what I'm big, reading. So, because that was a big point of contention, like Rappaport or someone put out it's a 200 million dollar deal, and McAfee immediately came out and said it's not. That is false. The deal's not even done. First off, and McAfee's talking directly to Rogers. Okay, McAfee broke the news. So, uh, first off, if he is making $50 million a year, uh, yeah, he's the two-time consecutive MVP, and he's been, like, the 10th highest-paid quarterback for the past five years. So it's just another example when people, they want to hate Aaron Rodgers, they're just going to hate him. Like, oh, he wants to get overpaid. Okay, so (laughs) he's been underpaid for 10 years where guys like Dak Prescott, Derek Carr make more money than him. And then the second, he wants to be the highest-paid quarterback, because he's the two-time defending MVP <laughs> and he becomes the highest-paid quarterback, people have a problem with it. He literally can't win. Well, it's interesting. You're right. The Packers are listed as the, having the, the worst cap situation, $45, $46 million over the cap, and they have Aaron Rodgers listed here, 21% of the cap at $47 million. Yeah, so it may or may not be signed, cost. but they're reporting it. 
Right, yeah. So, I mean, it'll, it'll be close to that no matter what. Um, but we'll see what it, what the numbers actually are. But I think it was the right move for him. It's a bummer for the Steelmen. But I, I never, you know, I never thought that that was above, like, a 20% chance or something like that. Obviously, there, were, there was real talk there. So it was a real possibility. And I think it did come down to the Steelers and the Titans and a couple other teams, truly. But uh, I think it was the right decision for everybody involved, honestly. And the other big settlement was Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. Yeah, and I think we, we didn't spend much time talking about Russ after the initial trade rumors. And you and I have been mentioning Russ and Aaron for the past two years because there's been a lot of rumors about them wanting to move. And I don't have a problem trading two or three top draft picks for Russell Wilson, even though he's kind of had some down years recently, but that's been due mostly to injury. I would prefer trading a couple first for Russell just because he's like, what, 33 years old, 32 years old, something like that. So he, he's got quite a bit of time left in his career where Aaron's 38. You know, he's at the very end here. And if you trade those draft picks, it's going to be – by the time you recoup that kind of stuff and, and, and you're carrying a huge quarterback contract, he might be getting ready to retire. Whereas Russ, you could kind of weather the storm at first for the first few years and he should still be good and productive after that. So – Russell Wilson is now in the Broncos. That take so here's where the interesting domino falls with that. That takes the Broncos out of competition for Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. But does it put the Seahawks in competition to draft one of those guys because they're in the top ten? I tend to think it does not because the Seahawks may be the worst team in the league right now. They they released Bobby Wagner on the same day that they released Russell Wilson, and it's so weird, Dad. They said that they're not rebuilding. You just traded Russell Wilson, your Hall of Fame quarterback, and Bobby Wagner, your Hall of Fame middle linebacker. You have DK Metcalf and, and, and uh, Tyler Lockett, who are Tyler Lockett's having trade rumors. You have no good players. I mean, I guess Jamal Adams is there. It's so blatantly a rebuild, and that's fine. Why do you think they say in public, it's not a rebuild? We just let go of literally all of our good players be, and we're going to be we're going to be good. What is the point of that? I don't know why they represent that. They have a ton of cap space which has oh, yeah. to me I mean it doesn't indicate that they would or would not go after a quarterback in the draft, but who would they go after if they're they're rebuilding or do you think they'll just they'll draft a quarterback and try and build another position? I just think it's way too <clears throat> early for them to draft a quarterback. A quarterback's going to get murdered behind that with that team I think they have to build up the entire roster so badly that I think it's not a foregone conclusion that they would draft a quarterback of course there's a good chance they could anyways particularly because they're one of the worst drafting teams in the league just every year like Bobby Wagner is their last good first round pick they're constantly making dumb trades like when that Legion of Boom crumbled was when they traded their center for Jimmy Graham who they really did not know how to utilize because they've run a high school offense for Russell Wilson's entire career over there. They traded a bunch of picks for Percy Harvin, or players for Percy Harvin. He did have the kick return touchdown in the Super Bowl, but he did nothing else. They spent a ton of money on the backup quarterback from Green Bay, Matt Flynn. This is, a, this is you know, 10 years ago when Russell Wilson entered the league, right? But this is still the Schneider and Pete Carroll era. And they make crazy tra- I mean, they traded two first-round picks for Jamal Adams, a run-stopping safety who has, I think, one interception in his whole freaking career. Obviously, he's an amazing run-stopping safety. But not only did they trade two first-round picks for him, they didn't pay him. They didn't give him a new contract when he walked in the door. So after the first year, 
they had to back up the Brinks truck for him because he had all the leverage. If you're like, if you're not going to pay me now, then you just traded two first round picks for a one year rental. So they are managed very poorly from a player personnel standpoint. They just had one or two unbelievable drafts when they got Wagner and Sherman and all those guys. But that is, and and that's why I think they could draft a quarterback even though it's way too late. I could like, who knows what these psychopaths are going to do. Well, didn't seem like Seattle worried too much when they uh, drafted Burrow about whether their offensive line was going to keep him intact, did it? Oh, Cincinnati? Yeah. Did I say, yeah, Cincinnati? Yeah, they 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 didn't. And uh, Although I think it might be a little bit different with someone like Joe Burrow, who's a bona fide number one overall pick, uh, prodigy kind of guy. Uh, but you're right. Uh, how different is it really? You know, uh, Kenny Pickett is sort of Joe Burrow light. He's got a lot of similarities there in his play style and his personality in, in certain ways. Before we... Before we talk too much more about the uh, Steelers quarterback situation, Bobby Wagner's in play, right? For the Steelers? Period. He's a free agent, correct? Yeah, he's in play, uh, obviously. And his his average salary was $18 million over his last three years. He's 31 years old. Do you think, A, he's he's going to command that or more? And B, the Steeler, would the Steelers look at him? I don't think he's a great fit for the Steelers. You know, Derek uh, tweeted the other day out, Derek to kid, that you know he's not even a good scheme fit for the Steelers, let alone the age. Of course, every team would want this guy. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, unbelievable. But you know, the Steelers are going to want him to drop back and cover a lot more. And and uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it it would be a great move for them, even though they desperately need an inside linebacker. I don't think you want to back up a bunch of money for a 31-year-old inside linebacker. And I think that it's in his best interest to go to a Super Bowl contending team, honestly. Are you saying we're not a Super Bowl contending team? I mean, we are. We're just biding our time. This is a slow play. We're not going to win it this year on purpose so that we can strike and win you know, three consecutive with, with Kenny Pickett at the helm. Yeah. I, I just... Uh... Again, I think it would be cool to have Kenny Pickett. I don't think there's any way he's around. There's some guys that there was, uh, shoot, I wish I would have saved this tweet predicting he's not going to go until 32 with like three other quarterbacks, including Malik Willis, uh, going before him. The names that have been bandied about for the Steelers are Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, and Mitch Trubisky. Those are sort of the ones that... Jacoby Brissett. You know, yeah. Jacoby Brissett was, yeah, just this, this week. And then... It's depressing, right? <laughs> Those guys <laughs> suck. Yeah, do they? And they're lame. Yeah, I don't know. You know, they're, I don't know what they're most likely to be backing up Mason Rudolph. I mean, are I they, think, are they an they'd upgrade? All start, they'd all, yeah, yeah, they're all definitive. Up. Mason Rudolph's the worst quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he's big, fat, slow, and he has a weak arm. <laughs> he got hit in the head with his own damn helmet. Look, Mason is what he is. He's a backup. He's a backup quarterback, and these guys are what they are, in my opinion, high-end backup quarterbacks. That's what I've always said. I mean, Jameis is a weird one because obviously he can throw some crazy stats, but I've always said that I think – Jimmy Garoppolo is actually an extremely high-end backup quarterback because I think if you have no chance at winning a Super Bowl, you're not a starting quarterback to me. And if this guy couldn't win the Super Bowl with San Francisco both of these times, I I mean, I've seen everything I need from him. I'm not even talking about from a QB win standpoint. I'm talking about watch the guy play a game. He's going to throw it directly into the like into the face mask of a defender at least four times during the game. He doesn't attack downfield. 
particularly outside the numbers. He's inaccurate on deep balls. He's not clutch. He's just, he's cool. He's extremely attractive. He's uh, more athletic than Mason Rudolph. He's smart and he's relatively poised and he can run an offense. So I, I, but I would hate to have him or Teddy Bridgewater. They're, they're a carbon copy of each other to me. Extremely, extremely low ceilings, but kind of high floors where like, oh, we won't turn the ball over that much. And we definitely won't throw a lot of touchdowns at the same time. But Jimmy is having offseason shoulder surgery. So I'm crossing my finger that that precludes the Steelers from actually taking a fire. I, I want Minshew, damn it. Give me Minshew or Fitzpatrick. Give me one of the Stallions, one of the wild guns. They're out there. I've heard nothing on Minshew. All right, but we have heard of Deshaun Watson's, uh, the the grand jury's decision to drop charges against Deshaun Watson. Now, he has more civil suits than you can count on two <laughs> hands still, but right. that, that's, a, that's his own business and his own money. But he's back in play. We yes. have heard loudly that the Steelers are, are not interested in acquiring him. However, this is not confirmed. Right. And then we've heard, like Elijah, a voice <laughs> in the wilderness saying, no, not what I heard. Well, I know that Deshaun's interested. And not, nobody, I, don't, I guess I wouldn't say I know, but I'm pretty confident that these reports are true. Nobody knows that the Steelers are interested. Nobody knows if Deshaun is. And, well, that's not even true. We don't know who to believe because the Steelers will put out messages to guys like Jerry Dulac, who, as Florio pointed out, you wouldn't put all caps. The Steelers are are not interested in or are not pursuing Deshaun Watson, which is what Jerry Dulac did in his tweet. And everyone sort of assumes that's Rooney picking up the bat phone or telling someone in the Steelers organization to pick up the bat phone and tell Dulac, hey, crush these rumors right now that they started because Sean King – Former Buccaneers quarterback, right before Brad Johnson, when the when the Bucks won the Super Bowl, who gained like seventy pounds. It seemed. I mean, he was a he was a sight to behold in the NFL. He is chilling now. He is living good, and he's on TV, which nobody knew. Adamant, adamant that all week that the Steelers, after Deshaun's cases get wrapped up on Friday, he's going to sign with the Steelers almost immediately. So already he's wrong because he hasn't signed yet. But secondarily. Nobody even knew that Sean King was an analyst. We have no idea where he's getting this information from. But damn it, is he compelling when he talks about it? And he knows exactly what we want to hear. And when he tells it to me, for some reason, I I just find myself wanting to believe it. It's <laughs> the way everything works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I look, I have never thought that there's a chance that the Steelers are going to take Deshaun Watson. If not for any other reason than that they dealt with Ben's sexual assault allegations like almost 20 years ago now but I could not see them putting themselves back into those waters and I don't think this is high horse to say at all and I think that most people would agree with this the Steelers are like a pretty moral organization like they're very cognizant of the moves they make obviously instituting the Rooney rule um, you know speaking up against things like that and being so family oriented having so many former players even players who left the team come back and hang out with the Steelers and identify as Steelers. Mike Wallace and San Antonio Holmes, two guys that one left and one was kicked out of Pittsburgh, and they still consider the place home. There is a real, as Pat McAfee says, there's a college vibe to Pittsburgh. And so there is a personality because they've been able to pass it down through the Roonies. And even if Ben was hadn't dealt with the sexual assault allegations early in his career, 
I still think the Steelers wouldn't touch this simply because of those accusations. And, and there's just a lot of smoke there. You know, with, what do you want to say about Deshaun Watson? I was like, I'm not going to sit here and comment on uh, sexual abuse. I mean, obviously, whatever happened, the guy's a douche. Maybe he's a rich guy that just is so used to getting whatever he wants all the time. Or maybe he's a, a, like a hardcore predator. Whatever it is, he's a sleazebag. <laughs> Clearly, if you got that many accusations going on there, or and, and even if he wasn't, that's that's a lot of accusations to be made, and that's a lot of smoke. And I don't think the Steelers want to be part of that. So it's tough because Deshaun Watson is very arguably as good as Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. When you look at his career and what he's done and what he's done with so much less around him than what those guys had. And you look when he and Patrick Mahomes came to league, like he was going to get MVP his rookie freaking year until that ACL went out. He was It was going to be a rookie MVP. It was absurd what he was doing. He demolished the Legion of Boom for like 500 yards, albeit at the kind of end of their run there. But Deshaun Watson is a bona fide megastar and... It's it's tough because you're worried that the Steelers are going to wander the desert for years without a quarterback, and you have a chance to get maybe the best quarterback in the league. But I think these extenuating circumstances are a bridge too far. I learned something. What? Adaptogens are a real thing. Are they? And the term was coined in 1940 by a Russian scientist. What a transition. Adaptogens. That's one of the things you're going to get in athletic greens, people. Tons of people take multivitamins. You don't need to. You just need one scoop of delicious athletic greens into your water every day, and you absorb 75 high-quality adaptogens, vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and all kinds of stuff to start your day right. Nutrients, it's, it's overlooked in the community. We're only just starting to learn more. Hey. You need to take your damn vitamins. And I'm not just talking Flintstone vitamins and gummy vitamins and all stuff like that. There's a lot of different items you need in your body. And Athletic Greens is good to you. Look, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one year supply for free of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and easy to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time and Get after it. It's perfect for debates, post-game breakdowns, watch parties, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app by downloading it for free in the iOS app store, creating a profile, linking your Twitter, and joining the group. I'm just curious, before we leave that topic, where did you learn Deshaun Watson's interest in the Steelers? What did you actually hear? It's just been reported all over Twitter from tons of different um, reporters and stuff like that, and generally that's something that Deshaun's camp or the players' camp will be leaking into the news. And it makes a lot of sense because they've reported for a while that, shocker, he wants to join a team that's good, that has an established coach. And I really think that it's a big Mike Tomlin thing, to be honest with you. He's, he's, he's coming from the Texans. The Texans are the new Washington franchise. Like They are the most bumbling franchise that there possibly is. They have a 
semi-chaplain running their team. Their their GM was in the headset on game days. Like they are all over the freaking place. All the crazy trades they've made over the past few years. They are a dumpster fire. So I could definitely see how Deshaun would look at the Steelers, who also have some skill guys with Najee and Fryermuth and Claypool and Deontay. And even if they'd have to trade, you know, one or some of those guys to get Deshaun. Between that, the stability of the organization, and the appeal of Mike Tomlin, and, you know, Brian Flores, obviously, there. They're close, in a way, uh, or attracted to each other football-wise. I think that makes a lot of sense that he would want to go there, but I don't think it's going to matter because the Steelers aren't going to be totally interested, and, and the unfortunate thing is that the Browns are pursuing him pretty heavily, it sounds like. And that would be a nightmare with Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson in the division. And the Steelers, they would have their dignity along and then I guess they would get their number one pick eventually, and you would be able to get a star quarterback because you're going to lose a lot of games if you're trotting out Jacoby Brissett or Mitch Trubisky. I, Mitch, I like titties, Trubisky. Famous tweet that they pulled up on him when he got drafted from when he was a high schooler. I like titties, T-I-D-D-I-E-S. This is the most mild-mannered. Le- this actually made me like him more because the thing with Mitch is he seems like he's a cool guy. He's a nice guy. He's a beta. You ever hear the guy talk? He's a, he's not an alpha. He's supposed to be a quarterback. The titties thing was kind of funny, but it kind of stuck with him. When that's the most memorable thing, uh, uh, you know, attributed with you, we need some more, Mitch. But uh, you're not going to win those games rolling out this garbage fire of quarterbacks. Okay, the Steelers did manage to uh, lock in some insurance at the cornerback and safety. So Miles Killebrew was re-signed, strong safety, and Arthur Millette on a two-year deal. Yeah, the Killebrew one's great. We know the value of having your star super uh, special teams ace, right? And that's affordable for him. He plays some defensive snaps. He's a danger field type. He's a Chidi Awuma, Rosie Nix type, tons of special team snaps, veteran leader. Those guys are important. It's like a Matthew Slater role. The Arthur Millette one, I, I definitely get because he's so fantastic in run support. He's got very Mike Hilton-like qualities there, but not in coverage. I mean, he's absolutely horrific. He, he cannot be put into coverage at any point. So that one seems very Steelers. He reminds me of Banner. Like, hey, this is our guy. This is our Steelers guy. Like, but <clears throat> he, he's really good at run defense. You know, you and I were talking about that over the course of the year. But he's... As good as he is at run defense, he's even worse, uh, you know, converse. I don't know how you say it. Like, the, the run defense, how good it is, mirrors how bad the pass defense is. Except for the pass defense is probably even worse than that. So that, it's, it's weird to sign a guy like that. But I guess you're assuming, like, he can improve. And, and the run defense is, is, is noticeable. I'm not sure he can improve. I mean, he, he's he's been around for a while. He did play 35% of defensive snaps, which surprised me more than I, I would have guessed. But uh, how many guys... Yeah, how many years has he been in the league? How many, 2017? Yeah, he can improve. You're right. He's 28. You're right. I mean, he's in, like I said, he's he's insurance. Uh, he's at the right price. You're not going to you're not gonna find insurance guys are going to be able to do it all, right? So he... He's kind of a one-dimensional well, like guy. Well, like he says, like 35% of the snaps, that's not insurance. 35%, 35% of the snaps and um, a lot of special teams, too. He had uh, about 36% of special team snaps. I'm going to need that up to 80. <laughs> but you want to transfer his defensive snaps to special teams. Yeah, let's, let's, let's reduce those defensive snaps down about 
12 to 17 percent i'd say and just allocate that extra percentage to special teams so you do have to buttress cornerback oh badly so that brings a good point dad free agency is about to start this week steelers fans are gonna be whining hoping that they can sign all these players they're not gonna do it but I do think they need to make one big move, and I think it's either at guard or tackle. You know, quite potentially guard because it seems like there's some guys out there. One of the, the Chicago, young Chicago Bears uh, offensive guard would be a great one, or signing like a Carlton Davis at cornerback from the from the Buccaneers. They need a corner. I mean, the receivers in the AFC North, it's a gauntlet. They don't have any true starting outside corners in Pittsburgh. And I don't think you would sign a marquee guard and a corner just because you're going to be running out of money pretty soon. But I do think they have to do one or the other. And it would be cool, you know, Joe Hayden was tweeting today, uh, not so cryptically. I don't remember what it was, but it's basically like he's going to be out of Pittsburgh, as we all would assume. When they brought him in, that was – a game changer, absolute game changer for the defense. I think they need to do that again, but with an even younger player. I mean, obviously J.C. Jackson's out there. I don't want to mess with that. That guy's like a Jamal Adams fiery type. Like if the contract's not going well, you're going to hear from him. He's going to be extremely expensive. He wants to be paid Jalen Ramsey money. He wants to be paid number one in the entire league. That would be different. Maybe Carlton Davis slips a little bit as a result of that, and the Steelers could pick him up because you're right. They really need help help at uh, corner. Is Joe, gonna, is Joe Hayden going to play somewhere else? I would assume, yeah. Not retire. I would assume, yeah. It sounds like the fire still burns within his loins. The fire still burns. Well, the fire burns over here at Sports Drink as well. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to be presented and brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go uh, go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org. Open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. It's just spelled like sports drink but without the vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Sports drink. Check it out, sports drink. It rules. So you are right starting tomorrow, March 14th, Monday, March 14th. Clubs are permitted to contact and enter into contract negotiations with nice. um, those who will become unrestricted free agents. And free agency begins officially on March 16th. Woohoo! I'm sure the Steelers will make, will make some signings. I'll just be very curious to see what they do. I'll be furious if we don't make some kind of acquisition. So, <laughs> hey, hit us up. Go ahead. No, I saying they're they're going to sign some people. They're they're they, you know, they got a lot of cap room. They've been signing more people over the years, but I'll be curious to see if they do finally make a big splash signing because we know that's not the Steelers' way. But if they were any year to do it with the salary cap situation and the roster situation, this would be the year. So it'll be fun to keep our eye. Tell us what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at Steelers Outpost. Shoot us an email at SteelersOutpost at gmail Thanks for listening. Until next week, go Steelers. Okay, bye bye. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back. Get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. 